0: Welcome to the new Level Up Entertainment podcast. On this show, we choose a topic that's interesting to us and then assemble a panel of experts or people with unique perspectives to discuss the topic of the week. This episode's topic is Star Trek, specifically the CBS All Access shows. I'm your host, Scott, and joining me this week, we have Greg. You need to say say hi so people know what your voice sounds like. I said so. Yeah, (laughs) we got Matt.
1: Hello, this is me. I'm Matt.
0: And then we have Mike.
1: Hello,
2: this is me. I'm Mike. Hi.
0: Now, we have a, there's a, I guess, a sister podcast to us and that. It's just a friend of ours podcast uh, called Hailing Frequencies, the next mm. generation podcast where he goes week by week, episode by episode, uh, through the eye, watching Star Trek, the next generation through the eyes of a new, of a new viewer. And that's our, that's that show's host, uh, Harry. Uh, we well, Fortunately, we're, we're very frequent guests on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, which you should watch, but on that show we watch our spoilers because we don't want to ruin the series at all for Harry. However, here we're going to let them rip. Uh, so this is going to be kind of the anti-healing frequencies a little <laughs> bit. Uh, we're also going to be talking about new shows instead of ones that are. Are we the mirror
3: universe yet. healing frequencies? So we all got
0: facial hair. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah that's
2: exactly. Um, that's right. Things will come up again in this podcast.
1: <laughs> 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 we'll talk about it now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. But real quick, uh, before we get too deep, before we get into the CBS All Access shows, um, we'll talk. We'll give you guys a little bit of background on like how we feel about some classic Trek. We'll give you very quick spoiler-free thoughts, and then we're going to go into spoilers. I'll, if you haven't caught up, we will let you know when spoilers are about to start in case you want to stop. Without further ado, I would like to get into the show. Um, I'm going to start with good. why why we're into Star Trek, um, and I'll start it off. For me, it's, it's, it's usually well-written characters uh, that have either an ethical or a philosophical uh, dilemma that they must deal with each episode. And that's usually what's, uh, even the worst episodes, they usually have something interesting to say. Um, and that kind of helps, that's what tracks me to the show versus a lot of other sci-fi shows. Um, and I guess we'll start with Mike, uh, why are you into track?
2: um i i really like um the episodic uh format with absolutely no barriers to it so that each individual episode can kind of explore a completely different theme um uh it can be kind of a, what if things in humanity were slightly different what if the roman empire was positioned next to the mongolian empire um and I, I also really like the science behind it all i i think that's um it gives us something to strive for and it uh uh, that's always some stuff that I've looked uh, forward to in the show. All
0: right, Matt, why don't you follow up?
1: I mean, I I like I mean I like everything about Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, it's it is it is Roddenberry's uh, Gene Roddenberry is an interesting human being. Who created Star Trek, it he has some weird views about a lot of stuff, but he believed that humanity could be much better than we are, and he used science fiction as a lens to show how we could succeed and how we could fail. And mm-hmm. that's, that's really what draws me into Star Trek. There's a lot of, I mean, every alien race is really just a reflection of humanity. Every planet they visit is just another facet of one of the things that we do that is great or terrible. Uh, and it's, it is, uh, for a show that is about going out and finding some aliens, it is a very human show. It's a very humanistic show.
3: All right, Greg. Yep. Uh, ditto. <laughs> I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, they they both said pretty much everything. Um, yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff, and, and it just just like just the mismatch of everything, and just how it's a reflection of society is probably one of my biggest things about just what's going on. And Star Trek usually mirrors what's going on in the real world. That's on purpose, of course. But um, yeah. You know, but it, that, it the always, best
0: sci-fi usually holds a mirror up to society.
3: Yeah, and it, and it, like. I think Michael was saying that it kind of gives us something to strive for how, you know, humanity could be something really great if we just came together and um, did things together.
0: Yeah, that's another thing I really like about uh, Trek, like at least in the classic stuff, is the the tone and like the optimistic nature of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, real quick, I guess we'll also go down to our uh, least, our favorite and least favorite uh, shows. I'm not counting the all access (laughs) shows. Um, for me, uh, my favorite uh, series is Deep Space Nine, and my least favorite is Voyager. <laughs> um, so oh me, boy! Yeah, I, I know I'm Matt's. I know I'm Matt's uh, got a different opinion <laughs> on this. So why don't you tell us what your favorite least uh, well, my, that. and Well, my and
1: my favorite is whatever I watched most recently between Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Okay. Uh, I love Deep Space Nine. I love Voyager. My least favorite is probably Enterprise, but. Least favorite Trek show is sort of like least favorite slice of chocolate cake. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still going to, there's certainly some parts of it I'm I'm going to enjoy. Even if it's not the best chocolate cake, it's still chocolate cake. Uh, so yeah, but it's, uh, you know, I, I, I like just about everything. Although I will say that I've watched very little of the animated series um, mostly for kitsch value.
0: The animated series is buck wild.
1: Yeah, it, it, from what I've seen, it is real weird, which probably means I should watch more of it. I kind of, I I have... yeah,
0: the, the camp fan in me really likes it, but like it's not, I'm not going to put it above
1: <laughs> a lot
0: of I
2: still of those have. other I still have all the VHS's of that somewhere. So if either of you have a VHS player can <laughs> I ever locate where I am, that bucket is,
1: do, 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 I, am do, okay.
2: I have it for you.
0: Do you have the episode where uh, Kirk defends the devil in a court of law and uses magic? I'm or sorry, some, what? That's one episode. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. Lord.
1: I've got all the, the TOS uh, in this, in this uh, lovely house I'm in right now. I have all of the original series on VHS tape, um, I used to. but I'll <laughs> all gone. It's I mean it's sort of I've got all this stuff on D V D as well and I don't use it because streaming is you say I just use Netflix yeah, and stuff. It's just so. yeah, that, that it, it has Definitely. made all of my collecting over the years superfluous.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh Greg, what's your favorite and least favorite Star Trek show?
3: Um I think my favorite is D S nine. Um but like uh Matt said that uh it's there's really nothing wrong with any of this series. I mean there's varying degrees. There are episodes. Um, yeah. And I think my, my least favorite, s- as much as I, I, as a series Voyager, I dislike Voyager the most. Um, just watching it recently. It does have some good episodes. But, um, but I also think as, as a whole, I think the third season of the original series is absolutely the worst thing ever on oh, oh Star yeah. Trek. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that kind of okay.
3: tops Voyager on its own. So, so, you know.
0: so I love the original series, but I don't recommend people watch the whole thing. I recommend cherry picking it. First yeah. season is boring. Second season's mostly pretty great.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. third
0: season is bad.
1: But yeah. you want to again, chocolate cake. Yeah. There's some yeah. good third season episodes. I mean, Tholian Webb is third season, isn't it? Oh, that, that was
0: third season. I thought that was first. Is it?
1: I, I uh, mean, no, I I've could, no I could be, I could be getting this, this sucker real wrong and really destroying my cred. I'm glad we're, uh, yeah. we're not on hailing frequency We're, we're, we're my we're the, expertise. We're the, yeah, we're not, we're not <laughs> calling ourselves
0: uh, experts here at Trek experts per se. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Matt uh, or sorry, Mike, uh, which is your favorite and least favorite?
2: Uh, I'm actually uh, kind of glad that I, I I'm going to be taking completely different positions than everybody. Now, I was just about to say. I was
0: su- yeah, I was just about to say I'm surprised no one picked TNG.
2: Uh, TNG, I would say, is my favorite of, yeah. of the original ones, and I'm also going to be. I would. Um, select Enterprise is my least favorite, but I don't think I can accurately. I kind of have to put an asterisk next to it. Um, that came out, um, it I was out mostly when I was in college and I just didn't have like the time to really watch it live and this is before like streaming services came out. So mm-hmm. I don't think I can really give it the fair shake. I, I have kind of gone back and rewatched it, but I never really got into it. But of all the classic shows that I have watched all the way through more than one time, I would actually probably have to say the original series is my mm. least favorite to watch.
1: Interesting. That's
0: fair. I love the original series, but like it's you need to be the right you need to like write like like that sixties like sci-fi yeah. kind of show. Like if you're not into that, I don't think it's gonna hold up for Some you.
2: Of it's really good. Some of it's just kind of hard to watch and just seems like long to sit through. I mean, I, I think the last episode of it I watched was with you when they were, you know, Abraham Lincoln was yeah. fighting Genghis Khan on I- a planet and just like but
1: that's okay a, that's a delightfully absurd a... episode yeah, that well that's yeah. indicative
0: of season three yes yeah. but
1: i i have double checked tholian Web is season three episode nine is it okay yeah i always because i i always remember that even even in the really bad seasons of star right. trek and season three is a bad season of star trek uh the, the there, there's every once in a while you get a gem out of those and well, yeah. tholian Web is a great great episode Uh, of star trek
0: well one of of the things i like about trek is even the worst episodes usually there's what the philosophical or ethical thing they're trying to say (laughs) is it is usually like what kind of what props it up for me
3: Mm. Um, not going on a tangent but i'm i'm right now i'm reading the um the star trek year five uh comic series from okay and uh they're actually doing a big thing with tholians and it's pretty interesting so far i mean i'm pretty far behind but basically Mm. they they're uh they get like one of the there's this big like civil war on their on the tholian planet on mm-hmm. tholian planets and basically everybody's dead except for like this one like child tholian i guess and they're trying to break like the communication barrier with it and trying to you know trying to broker peace between the the federation and tholian mm-hmm. trying, they're trying like kirk's trying to uh you know make peace and make good uh with them trying to understand them better it's actually really interesting right now and i'm it's i I kind of wish I was actually done more so in the show because Tholians are actually pretty interesting now. Yeah. You know, with what kind of the um, the uh, uh, their whole uh, mythos and such.
1: they 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 were they're hard to reproduce on anything other than a very high or very low budget. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you yeah. have an intermediary budget, you can't have Tholians on the show. Either everything has to look like garbage, and you're okay with the Tholians also being garbage or it's got to have great production value in order to make yeah. that work. Well, yeah. we're, we're
0: talking about not necessarily like, at least not starting with TOS uh, the way I've always kind of said, if you want to get into Trek, start with TNG because oh, it yeah. gives, it gives you the classic Trek formula, but it's a much better show. Yeah. Um, 100%. Uh, and if you want to watch stuff with the original crew, like to get into them, I recommend the movies
2: because
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah. that's also the only time they ever really get character, like any meaningful character uh, growth. Um, but speaking of that, I also oh, yeah. want to quickly run down our list of the favorite movies because I know we all did the Wrath of Khan episode of Healing Frequencies where we kind of did right. this, and I know we all have wildly different uh, rankings. Um, we do. So for me, number one is Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Number two okay. is the number two for me is the Voyage Home, Star Trek IV.
1: Okay. And
0: three is Wrath of Khan. Okay. Four is Search for Spock. Okay. Five is Star Trek Beyond. Six is Star Trek 2009. Seven is Star Trek The Motion Picture. Eight's The Final Frontier. And then Eat nine. Come
3: on, man. And, then at, <laughs> and then at
0: nine, I hate the TNG movies in the darkness kind of all about the same. So I can't rank them at the end there. Uh, but okay. whoever wants to go next, uh, run down your list for me. Okay.
2: Um, I didn't think we were uh, including the J.J. The Abrams ones in here.
0: <laughs> I wasn't originally going to, but then I thought about it and I was like, the new shows kind of pull a lot from them. So right. I, felt like, I felt like for me, it kind of made sense to be like, well, where do I actually put them in regards to the yeah, classic I- ones? You guys don't have to do them. I didn't make that part of the homework.
3: <laughs> I failed the homework because I yeah. forgot, totally forgot to do it. So, yeah, That's okay, okay right. but I didn't rank all of them. But Matt,
0: my... Matt and I will go first and then we'll give you
2: time to quickly uh, put you. your thoughts yeah. together. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say I also put Undiscovered Country uh, number one. I think that might be a, a theme for everybody on this show. Um, but I would say, like, in terms of grouping, it's very hard to just go, like, this is definitely one, this is definitely two. But I think in like, my next tier down, like First Contact and Final and final Frontier, Voyage Home and Search for Spock. I think all four of them I could kind of be talked in and out of, you know, whether they're two or five on them. But those are my next ones. And then after that, it just kind of um, goes down a little bit where I would put like Insurrection, uh, Wrath of Khan and Generations. Um, they were pretty good. They're enjoyable. There's nothing wrong with them, but mm-hmm. eh, sort of forgettable. And then the last two, I would say, were Motion Picture and Nemesis. Both of them were just kind of really hard to sit through, I think.
1: Did you yeah. just suggest that Wrath of Khan is just okay? How did this not come up on the episode we yeah, did about, about the Wrath of Khan?
0: I thought we had Wrath of Khan <laughs> all about, like, level two or, like, number two or three.
1: I remember Mike Maybe. had it lower than most Yeah, Mike of us. did have it
3: lower, yeah. yeah I
1: remember yeah. that. I My
0: order... Yeah. My order here might have changed a little bit since
2: that
1: episode. <laughs> you know, my my list, my list, is
0: mostly dictated by like how much I would be willing to rewatch them.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: um, and in, mine in, was more about themes and what I yeah. what particularly. Well, drew me to me, to part out. of that stuff does because like I think Final Frontier is a great theme, but like that movie sucks. <laughs> yeah.
2: The, the movie itself is, is terrible, and there's certainly some issues with the science in it. Like, it's it's um, got, well, it had a lot of behind-the-scenes
0: issues. They get issues. to the
2: center of the galaxy in about yeah. 20 minutes, and Voyager takes 70 years, but
1: that's...
0: <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. Matt?
1: Um, I w- I'm gonna, you know, not to, to be a, a conformist, but the, the Undiscovered Country is my favorite one. It uh, perfect
0: it's, it's such a perfect send-off for this it is a
1: phenomenal yeah. it's uh, it's a phenomenal movie it is the most political of all of the movies mm-hmm. and I love that stuff oh, I so love good. that sort of wrangling and I mean it's got some of the best twists and turns and it's, it's it, for for my money it's the best Star Trek movie Number two, uh, I would put uh, a first contact I love me some weird Nerfing of the Borg, I love me some weird Borg queen that doesn't entirely make sense. Uh, I like I, me, some I drunk, uh, I yeah. me some weird drunk I love me some weird drunk zephrim cochran i uh, you know it's a it's a strange movie, but I think Patrick Stewart is able to leave uh his teeth mark on the scenery in every sequence he's in. Um, I like that he continues to show women from more primitive cultures windows in the uh, in the enterprise as a weird uh uh, move that's just one of the things he does
0: i never thought about that now i I realize he does that a lot in he does
1: it all the time it's his thing he brings women to windows and shows them things and likes to explain things it's his big move it's like batman telling his
0: secret identity
1: yes it's yes batman who every woman he's ever told the secret identity to she thinks she's the only one picard likes to show ladies the window um that sounds worse than it is uh, <laughs> um but then i would probably put uh, uh ratha khan and then there you get a you get a weird uh, uh, cluster there where you end up with search for, i i mean i don't i don't dislike search for spock like i know a lot of people oh do. it's
2: fantastic
1: um i like i mean i even there are parts of generation i'm very fond of i really like the first jj abrams Trek movie, which mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't. I like Beyond. I think Beyond is the best of those modern era movies. Um, I think Beyond is, is really very, very solid. It felt like the most like Star Trek of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and right there at the bottom, sort of um, uh, fighting each other in the dirt for the last spot, I would say is probably Into Darkness and Insurrection. Um, I know a lot of people put Nemesis at the bottom, but Nemesis at least was entertaining to watch, whereas Insurrection's I mean, really boring. Insurrection is kind of just it's it's very very dull, and it's mostly about how the cast is aging, and they do this weird thing where Worf is a very long puberty joke. Uh, it, you know, it's not my cup of tea. It's not mm-hmm. my cup of tea. Uh, but I I uh, I think Undiscovered Country
3: is Clearly, the best of them. All
0: right, Greg, how's your dissenting opinion
3: work? Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's not really dissenting too much, but it's my my favorite of them is First Contact. It just, Ooh. I love that movie. Um, that's my favorite. But the next, like, tier under that would definitely be Undiscovered Country, and probably Star Trek Beyond. Like, just below that, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I thought you know, just Beyond was such a great send off. I can't say send off, but like a good. Amalgamation of what um, the original series kind of was, like the character development, and they felt like they felt like the, a good mix of new with the old in the Kelvin timeline. Um, and then, like, there's a bunch of stuff in between, you know, whatever. The movies I hate the most are definitely uh, Scott knows this. Yeah. My my least favorite movie is The Voyage Home. I hate that movie. We I fight about it, it at I the store it.
0: all the time.
3: Hate it. And, I I, and honestly... I, I'm I, also not fond of it. Uh, yeah, Mike and all, I have gotten into fights about it. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's one of those right. movies you, you like or you don't, I think. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right above yeah. that Search for Spock, I thought that was just... It just looked cheap. Like, it, it was an okay story. It looked cheap. Looked oh, it cheap. Did. Clearly, yeah, The yeah. budget got cut. It did. Like the budget crazy. was slashed, yeah. Um, like, it looks like that last final scene on the volcano planet. Clearly, you know, it looks like garbage. It just looks awful. Nah, it doesn't look good. They could have oh, done the in that. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but I really, really... um I like Final Frontier. Like as weird as sounds, I'm I'm a wow. fan. Wow, yeah, a it's fan like, of Final Frontier. It's like the fourth one down. Like I knew false, I knew there you had to be out there somewhere. For yeah. all shortcomings, I thought the thought of it was pretty good, and like yeah. it was kind of neat finding God or whatever you want. To I, call. Yeah, I, a, love, you know, I love I love the concept, concept. Yeah, the concept's yeah, great. Great and like, concept. Spock having a brother. So what? Whatever you know. Everything gets retconned and shoved into everything else you know but <laughs>
1: but, but like yeah, i was saying like Spock yeah. having siblings would uh, would be an unusual thing right exactly exactly so where was
0: that but, sibling but i suppose
1: we'll get uh, to that uh, not yeah, yet. Well,
0: yeah we'll get to that but uh, well that's a good example of like what i was saying like sometimes the uh the idea like the ethical or philosophical idea of an episode or a movie is at least interesting as yeah. i do like the scene where it's like where kirk explains like why you need your pain Um, And and I like the idea of like a search for God or whatever. I don't think it was handled well, but I know there was a lot of like budgets getting slashed and a writer's Mm -hmm. strike. There was a lot of problems behind the behind the scenes on that movie. So it's not necessarily that that movie's fault that it couldn't capitalize on it. But at the end of the day, it couldn't capitalize on it, and I don't think Mm -hmm. it's very good. Um, But with that
1: interesting, every once in a while, I wonder why. So like there there are a lot of great. Star Trek concepts that could use refurbishment. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting for like, like uh, Wrath of Khan didn't need, uh and oh, this this might be mildly spoilery for those of you who haven't seen Into Darkness, Wrath of Khan didn't need a remake. Uh, you didn't I need mean, a J.J. J. Abrams version of that, but if you had done a J.J. J. Abrams version of insert episode that didn't quite work, but had a good idea here.
0: That's part of why I think I dislike Into Darkness as much as I do, because all right, the first movie had its problems, but, like, it set up the crew. And I was like, all right, now is our chance to do something new. And I was like, oh, even – and I don't really like the Borg. But I was like, oh, maybe they'll bring in the Borg or something that, like, the original cast never got to do. Yeah. You can do something, like, or take, like, an old episode and do something neat with it. But they just gave us, like, a really crappy version of a really good movie. And it's just like, here's all these references, the things you know. And it's just, like, uh, just bad. And I don't think – I don't think J.J. J. Abrams – should write the projects he works on
3: I, I i'm just uh i'm just curious about like in the darkness it, like i'm not i i just i agree that it's not a very good movie but would we have liked it better if legitimately we didn't know this was you know Khan. it, it might have been played better and
1: this is something we talked about uh on that uh on that wrath of Khan episode is that yeah. it, it they played keep away with information that we all knew. I mean, well, everything
0: that exactly? knew. That's that JJ that. mystery box marketing gimmick. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It's a marketing gimmick. It's not a storytelling convention. But
3: it worked for, I mean, it worked for some of us. I mean, not for some of his, I mean, it worked for Cloverfield. It, it, worked got for, you uh,
0: in, it got your butt in the seat. It didn't make for I a compelling like, narrative.
3: And, and I do agree, like, yeah. that whole reverse of, like, Sp- Spock and Kirk. Like, that, they didn't earn mm-hmm. that. But No, they didn't.
0: Because we, we spend over a decade with these characters, uh, you, you, you bought their relationship. That, so there was weight when one sacrificed himself for the ship. Spoilers for Wrath of Khan. But, um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, spoilers well, for is, everything from here on out. Yeah. But yeah, well,
0: yeah. F- f- real quick, before we get into spoilers, I just want to give real quick uh, thoughts, spoiler-free thoughts on uh, Discovery Picard and if you want to say something about the upcoming Below Decks, if you're looking forward to it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I did not like either of these. I'm not particularly looking forward to Below Decks. And I don't think CVS All Access as a whole is really worth the money.
1: Hmm. I mean, I liked, uh, I, I will say that I was much uh, hotter for uh, Discovery in the first season than the second one. I feel like it lost a lot of what I thought was making the show interesting in the second season. But I am excited for the third season of the show. I am interested to see where they go with it. Picard really had me in the first half, and I thought the ending was uh not very strong, yeah I thought it sort of yeah. fell apart there at the end <laughs> below decks I'm interested in I'm far more interested in um the the pike show that is uh, uh apparently going to be visited upon us uh i believe hold on I wrote down the name because I keep just calling it star trek Pike uh it's not strange called that? new worlds no okay, it's just called, its called strange I thought it was new called,
0: worlds. i just thought it was called Pike to go with the no movie. it's
1: it's gonna be strange new worlds which is gonna be yeah. a you know uh, a more ironically discovery-based show to spin <laughs> yeah. off from Discovery, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 I am uh, interested. And CBS All Access is worth it purely because it gives you Frasier, because Frasier is no longer on Netflix. And folks, let's talk about Frasier. Too. Yeah, um, it is also on Hulu. Yes. Yeah, I say,
0: I, I've, I've watched Frasier other places. Uh, you gotta you gotta watch more
1: Frasier. I mean, and now this I've, is I've we watched we it multiple times. Yeah. Show.
0: All right, that was uh-huh. this was, we had this rope him in with star trek now we can talk about fraser now
1: we can talk about <laughs> fraser yeah, he's, real all right
0: hey he's in an no. episode
1: of tng yeah he is uh, yes. i'm very excited for him he's happened. in first
0: contact he
1: is yes he is, he is in first yeah. contact
0: yep yeah yes so you know it, it all makes sense um yeah,
3: fraser you
0: know, greg what do you think about the cbs all access shows
3: um i agree with uh med that cbs all access is definitely worth it it's like, even if just, you su- just support Star Trek, you know, you want to see more and, you, and there's so much in, there's so much coming out with it now, like Section 31, the other, a couple unnamed animated shows, the kids animated show. I think it's too much personally, but sure. if this show gets other people into it, like kids or adults, fantastic. You know, why can't Star Trek be as good as, I say good in air quotes, as Star Wars? Why can't it have great merchandise, T-shirts, I stuff think that I think we're at buy. a
0: position right now uh, that Star Trek could become better than Star Wars currently. It could; those movies are yeah. bad.
3: The, the yeah. last one, yeah, the, the, again, we're <laughs> not going <laughs> to talk about that now. Yeah, different <laughs> episode. But, I, was, um,
0: I will say I would love a, a Mandalorian caliber show for
3: Star Trek. I mean, it could be something okay. like Section Thirty-One. We have no idea. It could follow What's Your Face the whole time. Not seeing a spoilers here. Sure, yet. sure. I, um, I have
0: I have a lot of concerns but, about Section Thirty-One,
3: but I, I am <laughs> excited um, for. Below decks. Um, reason being, I was reading something about it. Apparently, it's supposed to be in canon, and it's supposed to take place during episodes of some of the other shows. Oh, so really? See, yeah, so that's the CBS shows read. or
0: the classic shows?
3: The classic shows, I believe. Okay. I the was reading it somewhere. I forget where I read it. I don't know if sure or not. It could have been on, like, Cosmic hmm. Book News, which is a bunch of horse crap, usually, in <laughs> <of> the language. <laughs> um, but from what I was reading, it's supposed to take place. It's, like, some canon supposed to be in there with, like, other episodes going on. Um I actually liked Discovery Season Two better than season one. I thought they corrected a lot of the mistakes they made. Oh, it's in really one. interesting. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I, th-
0: I think they made all kinds of new, more uh, new, less interesting <laughs> mistakes.
3: <laughs> I, I disagree, but again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Um and Picard, I, I agree with Matt. Um it's the first half really got me. It's some Yeah, had, I love the first half. Had some show. good action, had some good like real like trek stuff, like more oh, like yeah. political stuff, and then mm-hmm. About two thirds way through, it's like, oh, we got to finish a season up. Let's yeah. let's let's do it. And that's unfortunately uh-huh. common with a lot of these thirteen episode seasons. Like you, or any show actually. Like you get to this point, you're like, how are they going to do this? And they're like, two episodes. Like, oh, here they did it. Great. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I, with with Discovery, it's a little more watchable if you don't know anything about Star Trek. A little more. With Picard, I feel you have to really know next yes. gen.
2: Oh, definitively. You really yeah.
3: enjoy Picard. And that's that's yeah. how I feel about those shows. Okay. Oh, I, I am excited about also about All Access, or not All Access, uh, Stranger Worlds, is supposed to be more uh, episodic in nature. So that's yeah. awesome. Too, so. Yeah, yeah, if we
0: get one of these shows, starts feeling like classic track, I'll be pretty happy. Right. Um,
2: yeah, I actually tend to cheat a little bit when it comes to the CBS All Access ones, where I will wait till like the final episode is about to be released. And then I will rent CBS All Access for a single month, immediately cancel it and then just try and uh, binge everything. That's how I've been doing it, yeah. And one of the big reasons behind that is, I I think with Discovery season one, I did have it and I was watching it as it came out. And honestly, by the time it got to like the final episode, I was kind of like, wait, what's happening again? This is like one long, like 13 episode season. And so like a a lot of the stuff in the beginning, kind of got a little lost on me i will say with um discovery and um also with into darkness a little bit when you remember like that big space ball city that they had where they had that adventure through it one of the things that kind of throws me a little bit is like they're retconning more advanced technology in the past than you see (laughs) like in the future which always kind of throws me a little bit in star trek
3: same here
2: um But I will say, I really liked Picard. I really liked the first season. I I don't really like the way it, and and I think there's some issues with the way it ended. And I know Matt and I and other people have kind of had like this debate around uh, transporters, whether or not, you know, (laughs) that's continuity of consciousness. And so part of me wonders, is that really still Picard? Like this isn't or is that just a copy of him in a body?
0: But oh, it, it, oh I guess I from- guess we started spoilers then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's uh, fine. Spoilers from here on out. Let's just get into that. I was, I it was then. gonna.
1: I was gonna try <laughs> yeah. and interrupt you because I was pretty sure you were where you going. I didn't know if you were gonna pull back for oh. last minute.
0: <laughs> I'll put an, I'll put a, a timestamp in the description, like a spoiler started a little bit early. Uh, but no. Oh, let's sorry, talk, everybody. Well, let's talk about it then because it's the end of okay. Mass Effect.
3: Yeah yeah it is and, whoa 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 you spoil mass effect for me scott what the <laughs> hell ha, ha,
1: ha, ha. you didn't say anything <laughs> about mass effect spoilers I thought was wasn't star trek yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> matt yeah, will, will tell you star i will spoil anything everything. without meaning Fair to spoil enough. any and everything without oh, meaning dude, to... the
0: day after we saw star trek in the darkness i came into the store and one of our employees didn't come with us because i thought he didn't like star trek and he was like, oh, no. he was like, he was like, "What did you think about?" I was like, it's "Stupid! They killed Kirk instead of Spock." And he's like, "Why did you tell me that?"
1: <laughs> yes,
0: because um, uh, I was like, "I thought you didn't want to see it." Um, but oh no, yeah, let's 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 do the the yeah, android.
3: Let's, let's, yeah, let's do let's the body in the room.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I do not like the tone and direction they've been taking the new series in. I don't like this kind of like miserable totally, like, it's so incongruently inconsistent with the world. And, like, I think there's so many little things, that, at least with Discovery, they could have done to alleviate that. I think I think the first season of Dis- uh, Discovery should have started with Episode 3, and then we find out why Michael was disgraced kind of later. I think that would have been more interesting, But because your first impression of this character is she did this kind of really stupid, horrible thing, and we don't... So you immediately kind of have, like, a bad opinion of her. And make that take place after... The current timeline, if they want, unless they're going to actually make it look like TOS era, which they didn't, it just to me it it, like all of a sudden they have all these cool holographic communicators and things like, and then the Enterprise shows up, and like it just doesn't. They don't look like they belong in the same world. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. And I think that's what we talked about with like
2: they they kind of retcon the more advanced technology earlier on. I'm like "Eh, just a little bit of consistency here. I don't, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't expect it to look like a, a crummy
2: 60s yeah. set, you know, but... No, 100%. I think you can very much, like, use your imagination and say that if the 60s television show had the budget, this is what it would have
0: looked like. I would and say, that's yeah. fine. because uh, Enterprise I, I, takes place, uh, how long before TOS? 100 years, right? 100 years. You the can see, season. Yeah, you can see in their bridge and stuff, all the echoes of where a lot of this technology is going to go. Because it's it's more of like a submarine naval base. Like they even have like the thing that like Spock looks into. A lot of their right. like technology, you can kind of see where that would evolve into mm-hmm. um, the TOS sets. I mean, eventually you do see the TOS sets in the in a, a mirror mirror universe uh, episode of that.
1: Yes, which I I, I I think is the best episode of Enterprise. I know <laughs>
0: Enterprise <laughs> got it so is, Enterprise got so good and just got cut off. It was setting up all these interesting stories.
3: Yeah, I, I got that new writer on. Yeah, I, yeah. Hmm?
1: What's up? I mean, I'm not. I'm not as up on the Enterprise history. Is there a specific writer that this is? Uh... Yeah.
3: Um. Shoot. I'll, I'll. You keep talking. I'll look yeah. it up.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. But no. I. I i i all right i'm gonna state a a controversial star trek opinion go for it um the uh deep space nine episode with the tribbles did lasting damage to star trek that it did i i think it did serious maybe irreparable damage to the way fans interact with the show because so before that we had this idea that well klingon's sort of always had the ridges on their forehead. We just ignored it. Oh,
0: that's what you mean by that. And then they went back
1: and they said, no, there's an explanation and we're not giving it to you. Yes, everything was supposed to look like cardboard. Oh, they gave it to you in Enterprise. No, no, yeah, they gave, they created explanations, but it made it so that things, there are a lot of times when they've changed things and have just sort of hand waved and said, you want to know what? You just got to go with it, gang. And that episode was them saying, no, you don't have to go with it. We will explain everything. And they right. can't. There's a lot of stuff that they just can't
0: There's certain things play. that, yes. Um, I think that one's okay. It'd be one thing if the Klingons were kind of like a, a more unimportant race. They're important enough that I think it, could, it should have been addressed. Mm. Um, maybe I mean, not, not should, but it could de- I think addressing it made sense. I, you, you can get away with, like, the Romulans kind of having, like, different makeup from different mm-hmm. continents. like they the, don't have I mean, their, like, the sh- eye ridges and stuff.
1: Yeah, you get the Trill that changed pretty significantly in between yeah. TOS. You get a lot of changes with the with the Cardassians. And for yeah. most of these things, we sort of just go, okay, we're going oh, like, with it. Well, the like the Trills have dots now.
0: Like, Well, you don't even have to leave, like, a series because, like, you can just, like, Odo's makeup gets way better as the That's series true. goes on. Like, you know, uh, there's, yeah. there's certain things, like... Well, that it, could be explained
2: show, as yeah. he's uh, learning he's to- get better Shapesh- at it. Yeah. Shapeshift a little better. I, I would just say like one of the reasons though, I think I had Undiscovered Country as high as I did and um, The Voyage Home as high as I did is because they didn't really take themselves so seriously. There was that yeah. like kind of hammy humor in it. Like you haven't heard uh, Shakespeare until you've heard it in the original Klingon and Christopher Plummer really like just going episode. full bore, like over the top ham it's with dry good. havoc and all that. And so then
1: good. The- well, and then I you get did, into
2: this particular yeah. line in Deep Space Nine, where it's like, we don't discuss it with outsiders. I love that, because it was just kind of this funny throwaway line, where it's like, ha, 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 we all know what the real explanation is. We don't yes. actually need to have a, like, built-in explanation for it. it,
3: it just I, I, I kind of call thing. it the Wolverine uh, no. <laughs> nowadays, because <Yeah. laughs> like, the whole thing's like, do we need to know? I Granted, I know this show came out before the whole origin thing with Wolverine, but like I feel like, do we have to know the origin? We don't really have to know, who cares? Doesn't yeah. matter. It yeah. is what it is. Let well, it go. What's the Joker's interesting interesting real name? Yeah.
2: It's like the talking cat on Rick
3: and Morty this season. Like, do yeah. we really want to know? We did not. Yeah, so so yeah. going back real quick, the, it was Manny Cotto who came on. Okay. And he and kind of he's like, responsible
1: for a lot of the the
3: improvement, as it were. Yes. And the season three, and he was the showrunner season four. Um, oh, excellent. Oh. And apparently, I was
0: about to say yeah. Uh,
3: they he like the ratings. The ratings were going up, but UPN already said we can't afford this, and they you know so. Yeah.
0: Well, Greg, you're the reason I gave Enterprise another pass. I got 15 minutes into the first episode and I was like, "Oh my God, this is terrible! I'm done."
3: Like every other Star Trek show, the first season isn't all that great, but seasons two, it gets better. I think three is great, and four is pretty good too. Yeah, Enterprise Uh, is
0: better than its reputation holds.
3: It does. Uh, Because
0: all I heard was, "Oh, it's the one that's terrible." Like it's not. It gets. It gets much better.
1: I I I think that um, I have watched the first episode of enterprise more than the first episode of any star trek show because of the number of times i've tried to get yeah, into enterprise i think <laughs> you should i, just I skip feel over like ahead. i just gotta skip over season one and maybe i, I have to launch in a little bit I, later instead. i i, I don't pick. disagree yeah
3: i
0: would I wanted, say cherry, cherry pick it yeah, yeah.
3: For, for, for me I, like the reason i like season three so much i'm a huge fan of like light serialization like ds9 so like mm-hmm. There's a whole st- our story arc go- that goes through these season three, but you don't have to watch every episode to understand what's going on. You kind of yeah, sell yeah. the episode nature, but mythology still episodes. Yeah, well, yeah, that. they're they're
0: definitely on like a, a mission, but like they have some self-contained ep- stories throughout it.
1: Yeah, um, and, uh, that's, uh, It that's maybe worth to, to find a, a list to work my way through the yeah. uh, and, uh, Enterprise the is worth part. is
0: worth giving a second pass. It gives a very bad first impression. Mm. Um, where I'd say at least skip the first six episodes. Mm um but we're not talking we'll we'll save some more of this discussion we'll do a whole (laughs) we'll do a whole other episode on deep space nine because i would love to dig into that a little bit more (laughs) yeah but um i guess let's talk about the ending of picard
1: uh oh yeah yeah the the, oh yeah we were there (laughs) yeah we we were there and then we sidetracked let's get into
0: that because that seems to be divisive let's say yeah um so who wants to, who wants to broach the subject
1: first? I mean, Mike already broached the subject. Yeah, yeah, like, why don't you, why don't you go fully on your own? Yeah, why don't you there? explain yeah. to us
0: what it is?
2: I actually, I, I, I rewatched the entire season. The first time through, I was like, oh, this is terrible. I didn't like it. But then I realized they kind of had to do what they did in order to get that scene with Data, which to me, I thought was, made the entire season. I thought that was singularly the best scene of the season um, and I think it did a really good job in kind of shoring up Nemesis, which is my least favorite movie mm-hmm. and just left such a terrible taste in my mouth with the way it ended uh, with that crew. Unlike Undiscovered Country, which is like they all went out yeah. on this incredible high note.
0: Well, well part so, of what makes Nemesis suck order. as an ending for TNG is uh, All Good Things is the perfect sendoff for that crew.
2: 100%. You that is the them. best final episode of a Star Trek show. I I'll agree with that.
1: I'm going to say it's the best final episode of a show. I don't think that there's a final episode. I mean, uh, maybe the Breaking Bad finale. I was going to say
0: Breaking Bad, but they're Breaking also going, finale but, It's Apples and Oranges because they're going yeah, to two totally different things, very,
1: very different things, but I mean, they pioneered a lot of tricks that other shows use like the the moving through time, the the a lot, a lot of season finales or either series finales these days love to give you the jump ahead and show you the future. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a oh, yeah. Star Trek, that's that's that last episode.
2: One of the, my minorest of nitpicks with it is that it didn't actually happen. Yeah,
0: oh.
1: I can see it, yeah. <laughs> Shit. And yeah. at the
2: end, the, the entire crew, the only person who actually experienced it was Picard. He let the other crew know what happened in it, but it's, it's like that second or third episode of Voyager when uh, like the, they, they go to that planet where there's that energy explosion and they prevent oh, it from happening. Yeah. And then they flash back and they're just going straight through it and Kes just kind of comes out like, I feel odd and, and those kind <laughs> yeah. of shows like always bother me a little bit when it's it doesn't actually have a lasting impact on the, but uh, the show but other than that I think it's a perfect show
1: the best episode of voyager didn't happen
3: which is oh, yeah, the year a of help
1: episodes of voyager year of and- help
3: oh, there actually that is a thing voyager undoes a lot of That's its own a fun show problem with um did did you see the article that just came out recently about how, Oh yeah like, that re- they wanted to do a whole season of the that's Year of Hell. it Cow. should have been. That's I, what that show I, would have should been have been. I I complained to Scott about that so much. Cause, like that yeah. just, I was so excited It's like year this is going to be so great The the first time I watched it I watched it through streaming like oh this gonna be you know this is going to be really cool and then it's just a lousy two-parter. It's like like they yeah. could have done so many cool they could have gone somewhere and done something so different that That that
0: Year of Hell is emblematic of my my big, big problem with Voyager. Voyager's got amazing concepts and they just oh, yeah. squander them.
1: Mm-hmm. If, they, uh, if They do on occasion. I think that they they have, I mean, I, I, of course, rather enjoy the show. I really like the characters. Uh, right. Janeway is my favorite captain. Uh, she's, I mean, too, she's written
0: too inconsistent for me. Uh,
1: I, I like her. Uh, she, she's fickle. Um, uh, and she was totally justified in what she did to Tuvix, and I won't hear anything else about it. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the...
0: Uh, I don't have strong enough opinions on two I just, cause I just don't care about the characters by the time that (laughs) happened. Go
1: ahead, Mike.
2: No, I was going to say, I can't remember if it's season three or I think it's season four opening the expanse. I thought like when that came out and I was watching it live, like that would be this whole season that they're just in this darkened part of space that they can't get out of. But yeah, I think it's just too inconsistent as far as, you know, one time they're in this expanse and other time they're here. It's, the writing's they, all over the place, but and, they had and, such great a They had such great canvas to work with in terms of what they could have done with the show. We should have
0: got and, something new, and we just got reheated TNG episodes.
3: And, yeah, and that's the thing I'm yeah. I'm hoping the most about Discovery. They can do some new things now in season three, since they're so far in the future. Yes, they can yeah. do new things with this.
0: My prob- problem with not, that, I don't know. my problem with that is just like I just don't care about those characters.
3: And that's fair well, you, enough, but like yeah. I, this the characters have really grown on me since season one. Like, not all of them are great, but like they're it's a there's a decent balance. Like I feel like they're like a, they're not uh, like DS nine or the original series or next gen, but they're like I think Enterprise ish and or, or just where some characters more uh, more thought out well better than others. And I, like, I will say
0: a lot of Enterprise characters had to grow on me. I hated to Paul for the longest time, but uh, I do like you? her by the end of it.
1: Have you heard of Star Trek Federation, the original show that was going to follow Voyager? No. No. So I feel I, I am of the opinion that they're that this is what they're sort of reusing, or at least some of the concepts for Discovery Season Three, because originally the idea was that they would jump ahead again another hundred years into the future of Trek. And at that point, the Federation will have almost completely collapsed. Oh, yes, I did hear about this. Yeah, and that you would have a new starship enterprise that would be, their mission would be to go out after this isolationist period for Earth and reach out and try and rebuild the Federation to deal with some unspecified future threat. And, you know, the Klingons have become these warrior monk culture and the, uh, uh, the Ferengi are the big power in the galaxy. They've commodified the Bajoran religion the marriage of Rom and Leda created this alliance between Ferenginar okay. and major that, where they they sell access to the tears of the prophets, and oh. that's whatever. Yeah, it's it's this. I, it would have. I,
0: I, I grimace because that's such a gross concept, but it's very in character. It's super
1: for the Ferengi, absolutely. If yeah. they had if they had conduits to speak to gods, well, we we'll well, would well, the, commodify them like that.
0: And their whole religion is based on like. Paying and like that's their whole way. Yeah, up. absolutely. I, that's part of why I love Deep Space Nine. We'll, we'll save it for a Deep Space Nine
1: episode
3: Yeah. Um, All right, yeah so, so, so back to Picard. All right. So but, back no, to no, Picard. But, yeah.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Back to Picard. We'll go I back was to, to say, Picard, but okay. Discovery seems to season three seems to be about rebuilding the Federation after it's collapsed, that and might I'm be interested to see how far they go in. Like one of the characters on uh, uh on Federation was supposed to be a future Dax.
0: Uh, oh, okay, so they're the, supposed the symbiote. to
1: recruit, yeah, the symbiote yeah. Yeah. in a new body back into the crew. Um, hmm. So I'm interested to see if they if they pick up some of these weird plot threads from earlier Trek shows hmm. and sort of use Discovery in the Far Future as a way to explore what could have happened that you know sort of made this all collapse. That that is very interesting to me. If well, that's the way they go with it, well, that's the
0: thing is like I want to get new stuff. Uh, from especially because like you can do such crazy different uh, things in this in this universe. Like maybe we went, maybe we maybe uh, we've left the galaxy, hmm. and then I could open up a whole new bunch of things. Um, even just something as simple in Deep Space Nine, there's a stable wormhole and how that changes everything. Yeah. Um, but two things that really bother me about Picard, uh, they're bugaboos I have about Trek more as a whole. I think the Borg have been overdone to the point where they're completely uninteresting. Hmm. And I think that the Romulan world, or supernova explosion that kicked off the Kelvin timeline is dumb. And I, so yeah. this, this card is all about the, about the two of those.
3: See, I, I, I agree with you partially on the Borg thing. I thought they became useless like, throughout Voyager and some other stuff. But they became the bad of the week for a while. But I thought they did a really good job of redeeming like what the Borg are in this. Because you don't, they don't really, they're not the Borg. They're people being, they're coming, not being Borgs anymore. Like, so I thought it was way different. So and that's, and that. that's fine. But like,
0: I, I, especially once you started doing like a Borg queen, like that took away what made the Borg so interesting. Like, the, if they're, yeah. like the, they're like, they're like, to me, they're like the xenomorphs. Like, the more you learn about them, like, you get too familiar. And it's like, I get the,
1: takes the, all the mystique yeah. away. The problem with the Borg is that they're too good a villain. They essentially yeah. built something for TNG that was by definition unstoppable. They I were mean, supposed
2: to be used once every three seasons or so. Yeah, they
1: they they weren't designed to, I mean, think of how much they were used in uh, The Next Generation, and I would argue that really a lot of the appearances of the Borg in TNG, I mean, for the, the their biggest appearance after Best of Both Worlds, they're partially under the control of lore. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's I, I do like iBorg. I mean, um, iBorg yeah. with yeah. Hugh is great, and yeah. I loved seeing Hugh again in Picard. There's yeah. a lot of stuff in that happens in Picard that I really, really like, particularly in the early half of the show.
0: I, I need more than mm-hmm. just remember, oh, it's Bruce Maddox. He's from TNG. Like, yeah. I, need, I need more than that. I didn't I think, think the story was that. very interesting. Disagree. Disagree. I I don't yeah. think the story was very interesting. Um
1: I think they pushed I think in it some, I think it was some new directions. What um, was that Matt? I think they pushed in some 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 neat new directions. I mean, I and I also really liked seeing the idea of uh uh you know they're a reclamation center for ex Borg that they're mm-hmm. sort of they're they this is incredibly advanced technology even by future standards and they're refurbishing and fixing up people that have been in the collective and they're, they're right. trying to see how the technology works. And... In a
0: vacuum I like that. Um, I just didn't like how they handled a lot of the stuff around yes. it.
2: Yeah. They had a lot of stuff that they introduced a lot of like interesting ideas, but it doesn't feel like they really went very far with it. Cause they had like this overarching like storyline that they wanted to follow. But, and like, so all these little things came in with like the Borg and Hugh and like all of that. And it's been like, Oh, I want, I I kind of want more of that. And I kind of want more of this. Yeah, and we it, were just kinda, It's the problem that the, the new, new truck has where
0: it's like the pacing is too rushed. It's trying to be no. too slick all the time. Right. And I, <sighs> And I will say this about the CBS shows. Like, they look like movies.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the production values are beautiful.
0: Yeah. Like, I can't take that away from them. Uh, I just don't think the writing's there. But you've watched Discovery, and it's like 40 producers in the credits. And it's like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen a lot of the time, mm-hmm. that I think, with this stuff.
2: There's also one other point about, like, the, uh, Scott, that you brought up about, like the, or maybe it was Greg, I'm sorry, uh, about, like, this whole um, – the supernova um, and the after effects of it. One of the things that's actually kind of really sad to me about Picard um, is that it seems to kind of invalidate a lot of um, what Spock was working towards the last time we saw him in the next Mm -hmm. generation, the, the Romulan Vulcan reunification. And that seems to have gone absolutely nowhere And it was just kind of like, Oh, that's just sad now in retrospect that um, he had given his
0: whole life to this project. And it's, Absolutely well, died on the vine. Not only that, but like, what bothers me about it is a. All right, so Star Trek usually has at least a foot in like realistic theoretical science. A, that's not how supernovas work. B, if yeah. one did go, one if one did destroy Romulus, the Romulan Star Empire has more than one planet. Right. And is a whole, yeah. It's like it wouldn't immediately make them all like space homeless space refugees. <laughs> What was that um,
2: undiscovered country? I think it was when like one of the moons on Kronos blows up. And sends yeah, like, a that is shock the thing for like twenty light years out in every direction. Like, I don't think that's how shock waves
0: work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the moon was an enormous power plant, and it was a metaphor right. for Chernobyl. So yeah. we gotta we gotta give it to them on that one because it's Fair not enough. supposed to be realistic. It's supposed to allow them to explore the cold war from yeah. it, yeah, Star because yeah the
0: show's re- that episode's really yeah. about the end of the cold war but, like, oh, the, mes- sure. but the message of it's also really like the, f- the future belongs to the next generation no no pun yes. intended dun,
1: like dun, 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 dun. But that's
0: also why it's such a great i send off for that i love that movie um yep.
1: it's a phenomenal movie um it's- i look forward to talking about it with harry in a hundred years yeah, years yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I will say I'm glad he's watching the, the TNG or the TOS movies because um, they really are, like the, the, I think, the best way to experience that crew.
1: Yeah. If yeah. he was just walking, watching the original series by itself, I don't know it would if have it's. quit a long time ago.
3: Yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> when, when
0: Star Trek first came to Netflix, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all of it. And I was like, I'll start at the beginning. And I just, it took me forever to, me forever to get oh. through season one. But that was back when we were getting like one disc at a time
1: at a certain oh, okay. point i
0: just like didn't order the next one. Oh,
1: you meant when netflix started as a disc service no when netflix
0: yeah. first got started we was still doing disc
1: wow that um, is that is well before uh, i, oh, I yeah. started watching star trek on netflix
0: yeah but um wow. oh that's you well that's how i started on netflix that's how i watched deadwood and a bunch of other shows uh i could get them one disc at a time yeah but um so that's so for, for me Picard's kind of coming off of that and then like I, the new characters aren't all that interesting and one of the the things I was looking forward to it because I thought they would you know with Seven of Nine joining the crew I was like oh she and Picard were like both part of the sure. collective yeah, like they I would,
1: wish they had
0: done they, they could have done yeah. I was like oh their interactions could have been so interesting I would like to have seen her character like you know what do you do now that you're back in like society like how is she using like all of her skills? Um, she's just murdering things. Like, oh. Yeah, but I did not. It's, like the, it's the, the least director. interesting thing they could yeah. have done with her.
1: Now, this is something Mike and I have yeah. have discussed at great length, where he is not fond of what they did with Seven. I'm, I'm pretty much fine with it. Anytime they want to give me more Seven of
3: Nine, I'm fine with it. I'm uh, pretty indifferent. Like I felt yeah. like she means to an end. A lot of it. Like I, I think she's better than that. But yeah, I, I, do like. You know, I'm glad she's probably back for next season. So I mean, we might get more yeah. of that. I might get more of that stuff. But I do. You know, the crew, the new crew, or everyone call them, did me by the end of it. Um, but I, There's I, some good stuff
1: there.
3: Oh, I yeah, I, I don't think the names. service to her. It just wasn't, wasn't very groundbreaking. Mm.
0: I, I, just, I, I know just, I'm, it's, yeah, it just could have been so much more interesting. I know I'm
2: kind of mixing uh, the Star Trek characters in now with the Star Wars characters, but it kind of <laughs> felt like a series of just, like, hits to me, because, like, when the new movies came out, and you saw a kind of Luke is just kind of like this sad, like broken old man, and same thing with Han, and then you see the same thing with Picard, and then Seven. And I was just like, ugh, it's yeah, so it's depressing, just, isn't it? Like, yeah, it was just really depressing. Yeah. Like these were the people I looked up to as a kid. Like this. And is I, what, life
1: I think and their the development has uh. mer- has followed the development of society. That's
3: true, and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing. I think one of the things about the show that kind of bothered me the most. can say bothered me the most, but like, it's kind of what you're saying. It was more sort of like. Star Trek to me is always at its best when humanity's at its best. Where right, Carden Discovery, Discovery oh, gave a little not. more leeway to because they're before, but this like you see, like how broken the Federation is in Picard, and there's really like, yeah. you know, it's not that altruistic, not that grand. Humanity's great anymore. It's like, oh, we're just as bad as we always been. You know, you know, what's your face doing the drugs? You know, drinking yourself to, you know, yeah. so like that bothered me, and I I get it, cause it kind of reflects what's going on now, like. But again, it's, a, it's supposed to, the is supposed to be above everything else and well, she's, they kind of bring well, it back.
2: Yeah, she's, both of them lost their hopefulness. And I think yes. that's what like the bad thing is because Roddenberry had like this hopeful vision of the future and that there is mm-hmm. no problem created by technology that technology can't fix and that the human spirit can't fix. And here we're seeing a breakdown of that and it's just kind of like,
0: ugh. And you yeah. know what? I, a breakdown of that could be interesting if done a little bit better, because I will say Deep Space Nine definitely pushed back on some of the ideas. It never broke them. Mm-hmm. But well, it, def- very, it, de- it definitely challenged a lot of the ideals. One of the best episodes, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name, but when trying to, is being underhanded and trying to get uh, the Romulans... In to, the Pale Moonlight. In the, the Pale moonlight. moonlight, yeah. It's one of the best episodes. It's phenomenal. Like, it's obviously not the you know, the moral upstanding way of doing it. All right, so we're going to yeah. definitely do a Deep Space Nine episode.
3: No, we have to. Yeah. Have to, so, uh, what, did, what, what did you guys think about um the Doctor? I've heard her name off the top of my head in, in Picard. The Girardi. Doctor. Yeah. I thought she, like, I, I liked her, like, her evolution in that, like, you see, like, how she, like, with altruistic then was kind of broken down. Then she realized that she should have been better than she was. And mm-hmm. so I thought that was interesting. Like her character went through so much in that show. Yeah. I think I, one of the only characters who went through is, a lot in that show.
2: This is Alison Pill we're talking about? Yeah, right? Alison, Alison Pill. I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think oh. Alison, yeah. first of all, I like seeing Alison Pill in anything. Alison Pill, I think yeah. is a phenomenal actress. I, I think she's great in just about everything she does. Um, I, I liked the Jurati character. I wish there had been a little bit more of a... So they 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 built up this thing where she is she is heavily influenced by Commodore O's mind meld that gave her these horrifying visions and they sort of explain that she's not in her right mind when she kills Bruce Maddox and I I feel like maybe that was a little bit of a cheat I don't I don't like the uh, the I was mind controlled or yeah. uh, explanation mm. of stuff it felt very much. I mean, it's sort of the, to not to drag comic books into it, but it's very much like how eventually they had to retcon. No, Jean Grey didn't commit genocide. Well, it takes uh, she away the characters. It that takes planet. away the
0: character's agency, and that's it never it,
1: that's never yeah. satisfying. You see, it, yeah, it, but it I like Girardi as a character quite yeah, a bit.
2: That- That moment read to me, I know you guys went to comic books, but it read to me a little bit as like the DM saying, I don't want you to have access to this character
0: anymore. (laughs) So I'm removing
2: your ability to continue questioning. We we are going to do a Dungeon Master
0: episode soon where we're going to talk like tips and tricks. And that's going to be one of the things I bring up is character agency. Never never take character agency away from your players.
2: No, instead you just take away their well of information.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well it's it's why uh uh having character NPCs that have uh uh enchantment spells or like control is so anyway, that's a different yeah. episode yeah, it's a of different, this show. That's a, different it's a very, episode very the different, episode, different yeah. episode
0: of this show. But look forward um, to it, it's coming up.
1: Yeah. Uh but no the, the I liked I liked Jurati quite a bit. I liked Rios. I I really liked the conceit that by this point in the development of star trek they have emergency holograms for every function on the ship and they're (laughs) all played by that same actor and i i thought he did a great job absolutely i mean that had to have been number one very difficult to shoot but also a lot of fun to to get to play six different versions of yourself on one show
2: He's on this uh, show that I'm working my way through now. It's like a BBC uh, rendition of The Three Musketeers, but it's oh. kind of done in like, a, uh, like the way Hercules and Zeno was kind of like put together, no. where it's like they're kind of wandering around like solving. It very much reminds me of that, but he, he's a good actor.
1: No, yeah. no, he's solid. He's solid. I, again, I, there's, there's so much about the setup for Picard and sort of the functioning of the crew that I like that although i still don't entirely understand why they're a crew i don't know if they've given them that yet quite yeah yeah i mean the the the, the fact that they were all so upset when picard died confused me because for some of them like you've you've known this guy for like eight days i know he's got a reputation but I don't think you should be the one sobbing at his funeral. We're, we're Will and Deanna. Get them back in here. And I don't think They and should I, be crying.
0: And I didn't want like a full TNG reunion. Like, I didn't want all the crew members to return and oh, be part of the crew. I mean, if this was the, the. I at
1: least wanted Beverly.
0: If this was the Nexus generation and not Picard, then yes, mm-hmm. that would be a different story. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. Uh, I mean, Will and, and Deanna and. Uh, Eventually you eventually get to see some data, but like, I don't know. So the thing that's the, the reason I watched the show and the reason I'm so disappointed in it is I watched it because there was a pit bull in it and he's <laughs> almost non-existent in the show. I have a pit bull in real life. I love that Patrick Stewart has one and has been a big advocate. And he's the reason that that's, they use that dog. Oh, so, and then, and then, oh yeah, oh, his dog in real life. I think her name's Ruby. She's adorable. But um, I, is, that not a, have... is that not his dog in real life? Because
2: I,
1: I no, it's under... not his
0: dog in real life. It's a this oh, is, it is an actor dog. I oh, have okay.
1: seen him with the dog. I used to live yeah. not far from him in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, um,
0: I, yeah but ball. I know they started with as fostering, and then they just adopted her. Um, yeah. But I know he's yeah. been a big actor. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. He's got a dog. I for that reason, and like the dog's barely in that way like, yeah. Worst show of all time. I feel baited and
1: switched.
0: That that ruined the entire series for me. No, that's obviously
1: not. You need a version of that website, Does the Dog Die? that's called (laughs) Is the Dog in It a Lot? Yeah. To tell you how many minutes of the program is going to center on the dog so that you can prepare...
2: Instead of Schrodinger's cat, we can add Picard's dog. He yeah, yeah. is <laughs> the dog of the episode.
0: until you watch it, until you watch it, it's either is or it isn't. But that's exactly. right. oh, I yeah. am, I yeah. said, I am glad that he pushed for that. And like, cause you know, it, it's a good breed of dog. It's just got a bad yeah. reputation. Mm. What did you think about um, Data or Doctor Noonan's Song having a? <sighs> son ex machina. Son. Uh, another, another Brent Spiner union Song. I they got the I, strongest genes in the galaxy.
1: Jesus. They just all look the same. I'm, eventually, we're gonna find out it's all cloning, and that none of them are actually. Yeah. I would buy just, that
0: because there's an episode of Enterprise where they meet like his he's grandfather. A, yeah, he, he's but like he's he's, he's, he's working with the, the au- episode of Enterprise. He's, work, he's working with the augments.
1: Yeah, so I like that little arc. And then he's yeah, got to build robots
0: that look exactly
2: like him too
3: yeah, well, what was that Mike?
2: I actually like that idea if it's really a clone the entire time, something like
3: but I don't there's know, only been one Nooning Tsung and it's but just, almost something just like an
2: out. abolith where he like uh yeah. creates a copy of himself and it has <laughs> yeah. all like the memories of what yeah. came before i
3: it. i I agree with you guys about just re- again I was just reading something about it apparently that's one of the reasons why he came back because he didn't want to be data anymore, and he didn't yeah. want to he just felt that. I just don't want to be Data, so pretty much he acquiesced to like him being a different character, even though it's a character he already played.
0: Is, is that yeah. why Data wanted to die?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, part of it, I also do believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Red I mean part Spider- of it is too because he got such a shitty ending in, you know, a Nemesis, you know, they but yes, so like and at the end of the day it was ridiculous, but that was part of the reason why they 'cause they had the story with Data to do this thing and Brent wouldn't want to come back unless they did this. So you
0: know. Yeah, it's definitely like Han
2: Solo
3: in the un-
0: Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. But I, I can understand it a little bit more
3: with yeah. Brett
2: Spiner and Data, because that character could theoretically live forever, and like you could have Star Trek go on for another 40, 50, 100 years, yeah. <laughs> where they're just constantly having CGI's of like Brett Spiner, and he's like, no, I want some finality to this character.
0: Like, I understand. You know? I mean, he because blew up pretty if- good in Nemesis. That could have just been the end of it. But it was a crappy
3: ending. Yeah.
2: It was yeah, an it ending. Was. That's actually why I liked the the whole scene he had um, with Picard when he was had Picard so good. up. Yeah, when he yeah, had well, that I back mean, and
0: forth. Again, again in, a, in a vacuum, light. I like it. I just didn't.
1: I just didn't like it in totally the position that. that it was. The, yeah, you you liked yeah. the the the, uh, the sentiment behind it. I feel like the whole, know, whole season like the built
3: up to that. Yeah. It did. I yeah. agree with you. That was the one real consistent thing for the season is building up to this final talk I, between Picard and Jada.
0: I know I've said it in Hailing Frequencies. i probably said it pretty early on if you want to catch and listen to that. But, like, I like Data. I just don't like him nearly as much as the writers do. There's, <laughs> yeah. I think there's way too many Data episodes in general, and, like, I think he's over... I, I think, overused. again, he's overused, and it's the same problem I have with, like, the Joker. You can only tell the... You kinda, at a certain point, you start repeating your stories again, and it's just like, all right, yeah. you've got diminishing returns. Like, after Measure of a Man, like, not, I mean that one's pretty early, but there's still classic Data episodes, and there's ones I really like. But like, there's you know, like Worf barely gets explored in TNG, and then in Deep Space Nine, he becomes one of my favorite characters, mm. yeah. um, and He's retroactively phenomenal. becomes my favorite character from TNG. But I can't, <laughs> but I can't give that to TNG because TNG barely used him. He's mostly just used to be like. Hey, this is how I would deal with this situation, and then they ignore it or it and, doesn't yeah, work. And someone
1: tells them yeah. to shut up. Or yeah. like whatever alien
0: threat just beats them in a second to show how dominant they are.
1: There's yeah. a there's a great yeah. supercut of Worf being told no by Picard on YouTube. <laughs> right. That's like yeah. 20 minutes long. That it's just every. Every instance where Worf suggests something and Picard just, no, no. Yeah. Why? Do you know how many
2: episodes would have been, would have not occurred if they had just listened to Worf from the very beginning? <laughs> oh, yeah. like, we yeah. should yeah. not go in there Listen or we should Worf. just blow it up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah. <sighs> All yeah. right. Well, any final thoughts on uh, Discovery or Picard's especially? You guys think it was worth the trip? Looking forward to season two?
1: I mean I want to oh, go go ahead Mike.
2: No I was going to say um uh, we're we're kind of in spoiler territory uh, again. Oh yeah go um, go, go I go heard far.
0: spoilers yeah. I,
2: I heard a rumor I don't know if this constitutes a spoiler or not but that uh Will Wheaton is going to be brought back for Ooh. season 3. Not three? season 2?
0: Yeah.
2: That he was already that they've already finished out like the pre production and... oh boy, everyone
0: loves Wesley Crusher.
1: I mean, I love Wesley I, Crusher. I actually
2: think like <laughs> but... the way he had his ending with data, like if it was like a goodbye for real ending with Picard, it would make sense that he would yeah. have it with of
0: all characters Wesley. Do, do you think they're gonna come out and reveal that Picard's his real father?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, fingers crossed, eyes crossed, yeah. nose crossed, toes crossed, anything you can cross, cross them. Um, I, I yeah. mean, but Wesley, and this is this is going into a real. I mean, Wesley was or was not a higher dimensional being by the end of that show. Was was, was he, yeah. he was it, but he was pretty close and, to it. And then he showed up again at the wedding.
0: Yeah, but he was, showed up in the wedding as like a lieutenant.
1: Yeah, he had on. he was back in uniform. Starfleet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but his story arc in TNG is he was disillusioned and left purposefully left stuff. Yes. also what's weird
2: to me is and i could be I, I could be a little off on this but i i think i'm right will wheaton is now older than patrick stewart was in season one
1: of the next generation i, b- I believe that is wow. true
0: hmm. yeah
1: oh wow bald bald man really
0: like i wouldn't have guessed that yeah um <laughs>
1: well he is... was also playing older because he was yeah. only in his 40s or something in that when he, okay. 40s or 50s when they, no, 40s, when they started he was in his show.
2: earlier to mid 40s he was like 45 46 when they when season one came out but he was playing somebody who was 60 uh, uh, really that weird. might be why i thought that
1: yeah. yeah he's supposed to be he's supposed to be older than he is just to show how great that uh 24th century medical care hey, is. man they
0: started <laughs> off with a hundred plus year old bones so
1: that is true that is uh, true oh, well, he, and, he did not
0: look all that good though but <laughs>
1: Uh, that is also true um, and then then the fir- the first season has that weird episode with the admiral aging yeah he like, just yeah, he goes backwards with the that really. Was,
0: that was an episode you... of Healing frequencies I
1: did. Oh yeah, oh, that's right, that's right yeah, you, were, um, you were the guest on that episode.
0: yeah, I, said, I was all over season one
1: yeah um it's it's a it's a weird such a weird season that's before they settled on an actual uniform for admirals where every yeah. time they introduced an admiral he was wearing a wildly different set of clothing
0: well I, I know greg and i have discussed this in person many times but like the first season of every episode of star trek's pretty much the worst season of it More yeah. or less, or, there can be an argument for season three being worse than season one in tos but like it's usually because they don't know their footing with these characters yet i will say deep space yeah. nines is probably the best overall in terms of getting where the show's gonna, you can already see where like the show's kind of gonna be in that. Yes. Whereas TNG, yeah. like the characters really weren't there until season two.
1: Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, right. my, I think my favorite, either either my favorite or tied for my favorite with uh, in the pale moonlight and uh, Inter Artem, uh silent, silent yes. gas uh, is um, duet, which is a first season episode of uh, of Deep Space Nine, which is which is. One. Mostly powered by the guest star in that episode, who just turns yeah. in a phenomenal yeah, right. the the guy who plays uh, uh Amon Maritza or not Eamon Yeah. Maritza. Yeah.
2: He was also uh, the mobster on Frasier. and right. come That's full circle. Right.
1: Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> Cafe Nervosa, what's your no? Yeah. Uh Let's say I know I
0: know Ensign Harry's watching Frazier as well, so soon we can talk yes. to him about that. Oh I've
1: I have yeah. I I've I've infected Harry with all sorts of interests over the so, years.
0: I used to watch Frasier when it was on, just now it's a Frasier podcast. Um <laughs> I watched Frasier when it was new <laughs> when I was a kid and I really liked it. And I've since I've since seen it again, but like a couple of uh, summers ago, I was like I never really watched Cheers, I was too little. Mm. Uh, and I just never oh, had a desire to go back. So It I, is dark. So yeah, oh yeah. So I watched Cheers and then I was like I'm just gonna go into Fraser Fraser's such a better yeah, show. Yeah.
1: Uh, Fraser, Fraser's, Fraser's just fun. The um, the early seasons of Cheers are just It's very dark. Very depressing. Yeah. Very uh, depressing.
2: I I remember watching uh what I was watching a season one or two episode of Cheers recently, and they were uh Talking about having a World War I reunion. I was like, what? Oh, this yeah. is from the 80s. From the That's 80s right. yeah. that,
0: that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cheers is definitely a product of its time. Right. Yeah. There's like a, there's a gay scare episode pretty early. In
1: yes. And there, there's, there's an episode. I mean, I, you want to know what? It's not even worth talking about. It's a very, very dark show. Yeah, Just yeah. skip to Frasier, everyone who can hear the sound of my voice. It's, worth, uh,
0: it's You don't need to. I will say you don't need to watch it, but it was nice because you get a lot more Lilith in Cheers. Well, Cherry and the best, yeah, yeah. Cheers the is best
1: the original series to Frasier's The yes. Next Generation.
0: That's, That's fair. fair. Um, but yes, uh, to go back to wrapping up this
1: episode, <laughs> um <laughs> of oh, this Fraser fan podcast Fred, yeah. I, I did frederick just double check right? Frederick, yeah frederick oh, yeah, yeah, well yeah. wheaton
2: is now at least the same age that patrick stewart was when okay um now yeah. we got to the bottom of that oh my um, god
1: uh, well gosh but you know i i i'm interested to to go back to your original question which was yeah. how did we feel about picard uh, right. uh the i i'm interested to see where they go i don't know where they will go i'm not sure i don't uh they really left us, they, they sort of wrapped everything up and now they're just gonna do Picard type stuff with a maybe not Picard robot. Uh, uh, and I'm, I think I'm more excited for Discovery purely because they have gone to the far future. Mm-hmm. Um, I again am very excited to see um, Strange New Worlds. I like, uh, uh, I thought Anson Mount uh, as Pike in season two was really phenomenal. Um, easily I liked,
0: the best part
1: of discovery yeah, i've liked all of the short trek stuff with him in it him and rebecca romaine and ethan peck as spock i really liked that whole little dynamic they formed i'm interested to see what they do um you know i i i'm i am just i'm very happy that i have star trek to watch uh <laughs> anything they want to do to put more star trek on there uh even if i'm not super into
3: it i'm still going to be happy with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm i hoping for Discovery, I'm I'm more excited for, because you have an idea of kind of where it's going, and I think it's, like I said earlier, it's going to be, probably do something different. Yeah. Um, but with Picard, I'm really hoping they kind of do more of a personal story. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of all these shows being world-ending or world-breaking or, or Federation-breaking. Let, let, I
0: agree
3: 100%. Let, let the viewer, let us, you know, have something a little smaller, whether, you know, I know Unchained Strange New Worlds is going to be more episodic, but, like, Picard can be this overarching story, but still have a more down-to-earth, no pun intended right. for that, uh, story kind of- where it's a grounded story where it's not just, oh, I got to defeat this person because they're going to destroy the Federation. You know, something a little on a smaller yeah,
0: scale It's one of the things that bothers me about mo- most of the movies is after Wrath of Khan. It's uh, the villain that's like, I'm out for revenge. I've got a doomsday weapon. It's I, just like, it, oh. it, it-
3: and just to yeah. be clear, it's not a thing that Star Trek does. It's everybody does. It all shows have. Yeah, yeah. this. like, it's, right now I'm I'm binge watching Supernatural. And it's like every every time's like, how are they going bigger than the apocalypse? They keep going bigger yeah. and something different and something weird. It's weirder. the Doctor it's
1: like, Who problem.
3: It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's how many times can you destroy all of reality before I stop caring that you're destroying all of reality. Yeah, so, I, so I, I can
3: tell
0: you when I stopped caring. <laughs> I haven't watched
3: Doctor <laughs> Who in years. That, and that's my hope for Picard. Um at least for, yeah, I'd like that. Something the next. Smaller. I want to see him be like more like. More, I don't want to be an action star anymore. Like he wasn't really that much of a card, but like he became an action hero more or less in the four movies. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons There's I one. don't
0: like those movies because I, they feel very out of character and they're not playing to a the character strengths and b
3: Patrick Stewart's strengths. But yeah, overall, I'm excited about all the new like like Matt was saying like any new Star Trek is good Star Trek to me. So, Strange you know. New Worlds
0: might be good. Um, I'll look forward to that, but. I haven't really been liking the direction the Star Trek's been going in for a while. So they've got a lot to prove for me. Um, but that said, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our episode oh, here. Mike, Mike didn't get to talk. Oh, Mike, do you think you get to go? I thought you got to go.
2: Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, um, like you asked me what I liked about Star Trek from the beginning. Say this is the Lord of the
0: Rings. I just keep ending it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, go to the bathroom. To it's our first episode. We're getting through the kinks here. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I
2: really liked like the episodic format and the fact that they could do an episode about, you know, what if two things from history were slightly different? Uh, what if there was this, you know, what this thing in science that we could explore? And then what if there was this, you know, matter of law that we could explore. And so I'm looking forward to strange new worlds, kind of getting back to that. Let's dive into this just a little bit and see, uh. Uh, and play with those theories a little bit rather than just have one theme that takes 13 episodes that we're kind of sort of paying attention to along the way which i I kind of agree with okay uh, the last episode of picard no all
0: right real quick uh thanks for everyone for for joining us here um my guess here is there any uh place where we can follow you on social media or have anything you want to plug
1: just uh, listen to hailing frequencies mike and i are on it a bunch it's uh, mm-hmm. uh hail frequencies uh, uh wherever you you pod your casts and cast your pods i know it's uh,
0: uh i know the website soundcloud.com slash hailing dash frequencies
1: okay that's uh, got we, a dash
0: yeah we just did a like uh, spider we just did a, we just did a special uh video episode of it for the uh, up Day online event. I just got Very that exciting. uploaded to our YouTube page. Right. Um, I don't know if the audio version's gone up on the, the regular <gasps> podcast channel for it yet.
1: But, right. I haven't know. seen it pop up yet, but I'm sure it will.
0: But yeah, If you want to watch it right now, I know the uh, 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 Greg and Becca from the store I'm are special it. guests
3: on it. Ooh. And you um, get to see all kinds of cool ships from behind me. Yeah, I was going to say, you
0: guys get to take advantage of the video and you get to show off some of your cool stuff. Uh, Becca's got like a bat left and a couple of things. Um, even Harry has some cool stuff to show off. So uh, there, so the, you know, you can go watch that right now. Um, uh, Mike, is there any place where we can find you? Uh, just yeah, frequencies. I frequencies.
2: I would repeat what Matt said, just hailing frequencies and um, obviously this podcast as well, you know? Oh yeah, I'm sure we'll be Mike back. Well, him. I got,
0: I got a deep space nine episode to do. Uh, we're also okay. talking about potentially doing a baseball episode. So oh, all right. And End of Fraser
2: episode. I'm not sure how much that goes into. <laughs> oh, that. We
0: can we can do a Fraser episode. I know our friend Brian would also be very down. Oh hell
1: yeah! You uh, he, he uh, want to talk about Fraser? I'm yeah. here. <laughs> Yeah, I I have I can successfully sidrail sidetrack anything into Frazier. For instance, I was on this podcast recently, (laughs) Star Trek, and I just completely diverted it to a Frazier conversation for like fifteen
3: minutes. If if, if,
0: if fans demand it, we'll definitely I'll bump Frazier to the top of the list.
3: I'm the final boss in this one, Scott. I we'll 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 do one. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but um. I'm on board.
0: <laughs> but if you have a topic you'd like to see us tackle in the future, please leave a comment or contact us at contact at levelupentertainment.com. Next time our topic is going to be about pinball. Ooh. So make sure you stay <laughs> tuned to learn our favorite games, some tips, and maybe we'll get some interest- interesting stories from competitions and events. Until then, face front, true believer.